0: Hey, what's going on, crew? Welcome to another edition of Clinic Growth Secrets, the show where we give you all the latest insights, strategies, and different technologies that lend practice growth. And uh, this is your host Jeff Van Campen, riding with you for a solo episode today. We're going to be bringing back a lot of content on the show. Uh, I actually recently moved and got a new uh, podcast studio that I'm going to be putting up soon. So looking forward again, just bringing you guys a lot more value, a lot more content on a consistent basis. Uh, The show has grown exceptionally looking at the numbers, which has been awesome. I appreciate you guys paying the fee. Uh, If you're new here, we do have a fee for listening to the show. And it's very simple. If you do get some value from the show, and it sparks some ideas and helps you help more people inside the practice and even maybe make a little more income, uh, we encourage you to share the message with somebody in the field or a friend or family member that might just get some value from it. Even if it's outside the healthcare space, we do try to keep these fairly business centric. So again, if you got friends and family that would get some value, we grow over here through word of mouth. And uh, we appreciate if you guys would share the message around it, if you do get some benefit from listening here. And so today we're going to be diving into a different topic, uh, solo episode, fairly short and sweet and to the point. We're going to be talking about cash versus insurance and kind of the business model and a little bit of principles behind it. Um, We do have a lot of people join the Accelerator program, which is our signature program for chiropractors looking to scale to seven and multi seven figures annually. Uh, We have a lot of people join that are looking to really make that transition potentially from an insurance-based model and maybe not transition fully, but at least transition partially and add in a little bit more cash element inside their practice. So I want to just kind of dissect the two different models and just look at it more from an objective business standpoint, more so than like... This is right or wrong. That's one thing I want to make clear as we dive in today is that I do not want to make this a right or wrong situation, more of just in search of the truth, and kind of just looking into some of the different models and practices that I've been fortunate to be in over the last four or five years. And so let's go into it inside cash versus insurance. And so Before we get into the meat and potatoes, someone may say, well, you know, what experience do you have in insurance, like this, that, and the other. And I will say, like, I have no personal legal experience. This is not advice to change from one model or the next. I can just simply tell you what I know about the human behavior, human psychology of how humans operate inside insurance and how humans operate inside a cash. For the most general part, are there always going to be nuances? Yes, right? But this is going to be a generality in terms of just the people that we have consulted with, okay? So that being said, first and foremost, I want to let everybody know who's listening. Regardless of the model that you choose, you will pay a price, okay? Most notably, in the cash model, you are going to pay prices such as you have to be much better at demonstrating value which means you need to go out as a business person and acquire different skills that relate to sales and marketing, right? That's true in the cash model. Why? Because people can't lean on their insurance and they have to pay out of pocket, right? So they will make more thought. More thought will go into the decision-making process, right? It's not as easy to be close. We'll talk about that when we get to the insurance, right? So you have to be better at conveying value in the cash model, right? You have to also be willing to take a little bit higher of a risk as it relates to common human behavior. What do most humans think? That medical things are covered by insurance. And so when you go out of the belief of that, you have to overcome that, which again, comes back to being good at conveying value, right? The pro of the cash model is that you generally have higher cash flow, okay? In general, you have more control over it, right? And so What you can do with the model is create a higher compliance for long-term lifestyle change. Okay, that's possible in a cash model. It's impossible. It's possible in insurance model too, but a lot of insurances and a lot of marketplaces just don't allow for that because the reimbursement visits are lower and uh, people just can't end up making that habitual change, right? But so in the cash model, the price is you got to be a salesperson. I hate to say it bluntly, but you got to be good at sales. Okay. So flip over to the insurance side. Some of the some of the pros are that, like, yes, it's it's easier to sell. It's common belief in the healthcare system that it's going to be covered by insurance. It's easier to sell. People tend to say yes more. And for you, if you're if you're just absolutely in love with the idea of treating patients and you don't really want to acquire those business skills, and many people don't. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But if you don't want to acquire those business skills, like insurance might be a fair model because again, you won't have to get as many people to really fork over a lot of their own cash, right? And people are so loss adverse inside of their behavior that yes, people make a higher consideration when they're spending 3,000 for their care versus maybe only 250 or 500 out of pocket, right? So with insurance, it's easier to sell, okay? And to be fair, insurance can be lucrative in some marketplaces, right? Now, if you're listening to the show, my assumption is that like you're interested in creating cash, right? And insurance can be lucrative, okay? And what I mean by that is like, there are some markets where they have high visit caps and they have high reimbursements, okay? And so you've got to evaluate your marketplace. But for the most part, here's what you will find in insurance. Low reimbursement fees, visit caps, which ultimately yield low retention rates, which ultimately yields challenging cash flow constraints, right? So I still have to say, like, if I look at the people who have seemingly had some of the biggest impact in chiropractic, in chiropractic, not talking about surgery, not talking about other medicines, not talking about anything like that. In chiropractic, I found that the people who have had the most impact, the most testimonials, the most raving patients have had cash models. Okay. And as we break that down, we are not throwing rocks at insurance. We are just stating what we have seen, okay? The model itself for a cash model, it breeds retention, okay? And here's why. If you go to insurance-based practice, or if you, maybe if you have one, when the patient comes in, if they're not paying a lot out of pocket, there's no really connection to it. Even if you like, it, you, they get well, there's no emotional buy in and there's not enough commitment to typically see it for the long term. Okay. So when you have a cash model, because people are paying for it, they have a bigger emotional tie and commitment to it. They want to see it work. Okay. When you pay for something, you want to see the outcome come to fruit. And typically, if it does come to fruit, and it makes you a happier human being, you will therefore continue to do it, right? And so in the cash model, if a doctor can come out and prescribe an entire plan to get that person correct, and they pay a lot for like all of that upfront or out of pocket over the next few months, a massive amount of compliance increases in the doctor-patient relationship, okay? Okay. They have a lot more compliance because the patient has a lot more buy-in and they want to listen to the expert. So by default, you actually end up having a more authoritative relationship with the patient rather than just some place that my, in quote, insurance sent me. My insurance sent me here. My insurance recommended you. It all comes back to the insurance. But in the cash model, it's back to the healing. It's back to the doctor. It's back to the provider in the relationship. And why does it yield retention, though, is the question? Well, one, because there's no visit caps. The doctor can have like an actual change in lifestyle over a longer period of time because they can totally design the plan, number one. But number two is back to when people pay, they want something to work. And then when it works, they continue doing it. So it's easier to sell people who have already done something on more services, right? Hey, this worked before. Do you want to buy it again? Yes, cool. Let's roll. You know what I mean? Second money, third money, lifetime care, always easier sales, right? Always easier sell points because they've already know it works. They're no longer test driving the, the vehicle. You know what I mean? And so that's the, that's the model difference, you know? And again, there's some markets, insurance absolutely, just, like it, it does very well. Like there's very minimal visit caps. The reimbursements are good. The terms are within 45 days. Like it's reasonable, right? But in a lot of markets, that's just not the case. And so like, if a doctor's mi- main mission is to support the patients for the long-term and provide a lifestyle change, then perhaps consider the cash model if you're not already on it, right? Perhaps consider it. Because I think at the end of the day, like if that's really the mission of the business, which is to support the humans at the highest level possible, then that would be something that would lend that outcome. The cash model would be more likely to produce that outcome in most markets, right? Now, yes, will you have to pay a price? Yes, You have to be able to be comfortable acquiring other business skills. The cash model is not easy. It goes against the grain of modern medicine. People are used to not paying. Now some are asking them to pay. But I can tell you what, if you're willing to pay the price and learn those techniques and learn those skills to become a savvy business leader in all areas, finance, sales, marketing, acquisition entirely, looking at team, looking at operations, fulfillment, delivery, you're willing to do that. You don't need a massive team, right? You need some. You need yourself, and you need somebody who can convey value. And by the way, like just a little short tip: if you are planning on going cash model and you know that you have to be able to sell, then what you need to do is eventually you will need to hire people that support that mission. They have to be able to support the cash model language, right? And you are going to, yourself going to have to probably event if you want to continue scaling, you're going to have to hire chiropractors. You're to have to also going to transfer those sales abilities to them and there. And so they can increase their book of business with you as well. And so again, there's a, prices to pay, but if you're willing to pay the price, I think it can ultimately yield a very good lifestyle for you, the family, and kind of whatever your vision is for the practice, you know, whether you want to have one, one, one medium one medium-sized location, one small location or 50 huge locations, you know, like the world is yours. Uh, but again, just make sure you look closely, like what's the model I want? What are the pros and cons? What does my marketplace look like specifically? What makes sense? What doesn't make any sense? And, um, you know, hopefully it's been helpful as far as like kind of like deciding cash versus insurance. Um, we're going to be bringing you guys a lot more content. If you have questions on the show, uh, feel free to obviously uh, tag us somewhere. Um, and we'll basically give you any answers at the, as, as soon as we possibly can. If you want to email me directly, you can email me at Jeff at, jeff.clinicgrowthaccelerator at gmail.com. Uh, of all things, I don't have a website, just like I teach our clients. We actually only use landing pages. Uh, one of our early mentors said, hey, unless you're doing 10 million a year, why, why bother with the site? You know. So at any rate, uh, hopefully it's been valuable for you guys. Uh, again, it's just another episode with Jeff E.K., and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in the future. We're bringing you guys a lot more solo content and uh, look forward to chatting with you guys in the future. If you got some value, please feel free to share the show with somebody in your world who also might get some value. We'll see you guys in the future. Cheers.